Welcome to Vanguard Garage Gaming. My name's Reese. I'm joined by Monty and our lovely special presenter, Jeff. Um, and welcome to uh, Vanguard Garage Gaming. For, uh, we're Vanguards for Conquest by Parabellum. Guys, how's it going? <laughs> well, buddy, you smashed that intro. Uh, <laughs> I think I think yeah. bumbled the intro is probably a better way of doing it. But you know what? I'll just ride with it. <laughs> don't, don't break from the script, mate. Welcome, welcome, Jeff. Welcome to the show, buddy. Yeah, thank man. you, thank you. Oh, thanks for coming here. on, man. <laughs> it's good to it's good to actually have you. I think we started talking about having you on just after Gen Con, and how long ago was that? Now I don't even know what year know. are we in. We're going on two months, but yeah, it feels like a couple <laughs> of years. Mm. That's it, man. That's it. But no, um, like welcome. Um, how about give the guys uh, that listen uh, a quick sort of yell out as to your sort of local area and how long you've been doing this, and you know, the usual spiel, if you will. Oh boy. All right. Uh, well, unlike you guys, I'm on the other side of the world. So <laughs> I'm in the US. It's really early in the morning right now. Um, <laughs> we do I've apologize doing, for that. <laughs> no, I'm doing just fine. Uh, but I've been doing Conquest since Gen Con 2018, I believe. Yeah, um, nice. The OG. Yeah, jumped right into it. Uh, told my store owner that he needed to get it uh, pretty good friends with him and about a week later he was like i got the product they also told me i needed a vanguard so congratulations you're a vanguard and that's how <laughs> i became a vanguard without even applying fantastic i love that that's um <laughs> that's the best kind of handball i've ever heard of i reckon um well done <laughs> oh yeah so and i've just been trying to grow the uh, local scene here for the past year and a half awesome man that's really good that's mm -hmm. brilliant and um, what is your sort of local area um, for, for the people listening? Uh, I'm in Ohio, uh, in the U.S. Yeah. So incredibly flat. That's, <laughs> that's about 100%. Uh, but we're still growing right now. I got about five or six guys that I can get in pretty frequently. But Brilliant. outside of that, trying to, trying to grow, we're branching out to the little neighboring states. We got Michigan and Indiana, both kind of growing at the same time right now, too. Fantastic. Oh, that's really good Fantastic. to hear. How far away are uh, yeah. Michigan and Indiana from where you are? Uh, both of them are about a solid two-hour drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like Australia so. distance right there. Like... <laughs> but not, too mean, bad. Um... not too bad. Oh, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. We um we actually have you on for 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 a major reason in the sense that uh you know the Wadroon probably better than anybody in existence. Uh, so we were going to do a uh, a very quick faction focus on the Predator, and uh, mainly because the uh probably one of the greatest models I've seen in a very long time is uh coming to people. Actually, as of now, I think it's been shipped out. We'll see it in Australia in, a, in probably a few weeks, hopefully. Um, but it's the Apex Predator. And um, with the changes that it sneakily got in 1.5 update, we wanted to sort of touch on that and sort of how the warband works, how the the that sort of segment of the Wadroon work. And we figured, hey, who better than Judge Worm? Because the dude <laughs> just literally has a profile picture of Wadroon anyway. <laughs> I I'm still going to humbly uh, say that there's probably better Wadroon players out there, but I think I've definitely put the time into the army by now. 
Nah, man, just just own it. Nobody knows them better. It's fine. Look, very, between very between the three of us, we can bumble through, and I'm sure we'll cover most of the key points. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. I, I, I'm happy to just be the crowd at this point. I I, I think I've played a far <laughs> far less Wadrude than anybody here in this. So, um, but no, uh, yeah. So we'll we'll sort of tackle it as we normally do. But the Predator itself is um, it's in the Warband box, is it not, or is that? Just yeah, no, it is. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So yep. it's in the the first blood starter box and in the um the the warband box. So it's you know a very easy hero to get your hands on. Um, yeah, and they... the the model's great too. To be hundred percent honest, it's probably one of my favorites from the uh, the Wadrun line. That's probably a hill I'll die on too. Is I think the Predator is probably the best sculpt Parabellum has. <laughs> Dude, and I I actually uh, got humbled today in the Discord um talking about the mounted Predator for the Apex without realizing that it was a, a male sculpt as well and it looks amazing. So it, you know, it teaches me for not zooming in on things when I really should. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, the the Predator with that crossbow to end all crossbows. I mean, you can't <laughs> get much better. Although I'm not too sure what sort of skull the predator's standing on, um, it needs to be bigger. It needs to be about three times as big. <laughs> Just for his unfortunate quarry. That's right. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, with the predator, obviously the predator comes in two flavors. You've got uh, you've got the 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 unfortunate guy on foot uh, because he forgot his raptor for the day. <laughs> Um, and then you've got uh, the raptor that comes along um, for the ride. So you've got the the foot foot pred and you've got the cavalry pred. So although they are two different characters, we're really going to cover both because other than some minor tweaking, they're essentially the same character with slight differences. So, you know, we'll just do both today and, and run with it. Yeah, it's not like it, with the... The actual cavalry and the infantry pred, they don't change anything drastic except for their stat line, really. So everything else will still count regardless of which version of the predator you look at. Mm. Mm. So, um, so yeah, look, let's throw Jeff into the deep end. Jeff, what we normally do with yeah. these sort of things is we, mate, we just sort of run through the stat line. We sort of discuss the key rules and and some of the sort of the obvious things we like about the character before we sort of go a little bit deeper. So, mate, do you? Do you have the the stats in front of you that you can sort of lead us away with? I sure do. Uh, so what we're talking about with the Predator, uh, most people right now are just using the Foot Predator. We don't really have the Mounted Predator right now. Mm. Uh, so move five, volley three, clash three, four attacks, four wounds, three resolve, two defense, no evasion. Uh, pretty much same thing for the Mounted, except you're looking at, at March nine and six attacks. And three wounds, weirdly enough. Yeah, less wounds, still weird, but yeah, I think I, 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 at this point, I think that's just a typo, surely. Yeah, I think it was a mix-up during playtesting, but I keep forgetting to bring it up. <laughs> but if we're talking standout features for the predator, for me at least, I have to start right with the supremacy ability. The th th was it thrill of the kill? Yeah, thrill of the kill. Yeah, that thing is. Like, I think the Queen's Supremacy ability is going to be way better in the future when we have more models to play with. But mm. right now, plus three inches to charge for light regiments, plus one inch for mediums, and heavies get initial impact hit. Mm. And on top of all that, everything board-wide rerolls charges is kind of ridiculous. 
I think the reroll charge is the standout part of that because it's almost just sort of hidden at the very start of the supremacy where you wouldn't, you'd be like, oh, what's this? You know, light regiments get the extra charge, et cetera, et cetera. That first line almost just you you miss as you're reading it. But yeah, rerolling charges for a whole turn is super powerful. Uh, absolutely. Look, before I go through and tell you how much I completely agree with you, mate, I think this is an amazing supremacy. I'll just read it for those at home. So we've got thrill the kill. Your regiments may re-roll their charge roll this turn. Full stop. So, first of all, that first part is, is good enough on its own. Second part. In addition, light regiments add plus three to their charge distance, mediums add plus one to their charge distance, and heavy regiments add one hit for each engaged stand of that regiment to any impact hits. So, this is, this is good. This is really, really good. Uh, and and certain regiments actually go bananas with this particular um, supremacy active. Um, what are your I guess what are your favourite ones, uh, Jeff? When it comes to hit and thrill the kill and just going to town. I mean, as of right now, I'm running almost all lights with my predator, yeah. mainly because that's kind of what he has. But Raptor Riders throwing out a minimum twelve inch charge is kind of silly mm-hmm. on supremacy turn with a free reroll and i like you were saying that free reroll is very good um mm. i tend to even take less banners when i'm having the predator lead just because you really only want that one turn of getting off good charges actually that's a good point yeah if you're saving 10 to 20 points of regiment on a standard bearer just and then you know you got that one turn where everything's lined up which for the most part with wadron you're usually trying to do anyway to sort of match how your chance they're about to roll out the um mm-hmm. yeah saving the points to you know squeeze an extra stand in here or there is that's actually pretty good that's pretty good cool mm-hmm. i also like the idea that if you have if you're running famine as a cult having a plus five inch charge is hilarious <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty silly um but also just throwing it on hunters it, it works they're mm. what minimum nine inches and they're pretty much as good in melee as they are in range they don't get the extra armor penetration but still you can get them in there when you need to mm. and then even then it's like if, for what 15 points you can give them a skirmisher so the next turn you can just pop them out for free and they can actually just throw spears at people's faces so it's a exactly. it's a good little harass tool. Um, I love hunters. I've always loved hunters. Like um, oh, yeah. even even before um, playtesting, I was like, these things will be amazing. And god damn it, I was right. They they're <laughs> brilliant. I, I think the supremacy works on so many different things. I think there are a couple of regiments that don't have innate access to reroll charges mm. that this takes them up an entire tier. So things like Warbred, who were already mm-hmm. phenomenal um suddenly having plus one charge and reroll charge when they had no prior access to that sort of is just tech that they shouldn't really get um because they've got everything else and suddenly they're rerolling charges and you're like but that's oh that's a bit unfair um it's also good that it's um all regiments not restricted to warband which i think is an important thing too it's huge it's huge it's fantastic i think it's one of the best um the woodrun have Mm. yeah Definitely. Very good. Um, But then also the Predator itself isn't really a slouch when it comes to special rules. Barrage 3, 24-inch range armor piercing with deadly shots and Fiend Hunter. I haven't had Fiend Hunter come up too much in my local meta, but we've been hearing uh, 
whispers of more abominations hitting the field. So, you know, I don't see that as a bad thing right now. Yeah, we've got Yotnars starting to pop up a fair oh. bit uh, over here. So um, it's definitely not, not going to be anything that you're going to complain about. It's like whack-a-mole, but insert Yotnar here. Honestly, they're Yotnars for days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then we get, you know, two great ways of the hunt as well. I think both are, are viable. Uh, fire in advance and true shot. Yeah, true shot's actually a lot um, sneakier than I thought it was when I very first mm -hmm. looked at it. I, being being a Nord player and uh, running the hunts instinct for fire in advance in Nords for so long, I was like, ooh, fire in advance, that's a good one. Um, but sure shot is one of those things where you're like, actually, it's probably better a lot of the time, especially if you've got like a mounted pred in a unit of raptors, um, and you're like hiding behind a forest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've done our true shot a couple times with uh, hunters, and they're just can't be uh, obscured by ranged or mm. anything in between them. Yeah, which is actually really good when you're hiding behind like a wall of braves or something. Oh yeah, they yeah. got their special uh, special issue spears for that one. <laughs> uh, the, the, just the hollow point spears that just pop out of their little um <laughs> yeah no that's that's great um with the way that you run your warbands for pred um what sort of things are you looking at is it just all raptors with like a unit of hunters or are you running slingers as well jury's still out on slingers for me i need to try them more um but right now it's uh double hunter double raptor Oh, Give brilliant. the predator loyalty, hit everything on the field, turn one, and just go from there. Yeah, no, that's perfect. I um, I agree with slingers. I think I mentioned it when we first did the the faction focus on um, Wadrun, and I was like, uh, I just think for the extra points you pay, I don't think you get enough out of them compared to hunters. Um, the new changes to bullet carver are nice, but you're you're paying so many points for a bullet carver. So um, many points. <laughs> slingers. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know my points on Slingers, boys. <laughs> um, I, I'm not convinced. I just think Hunters are better. Just for me, for my own personal play style, the way I like them, I just think they're, the Hunters are the better choice. But my, I, I like... I, I haven't played too much with the light options uh, in, in the Woodrun. I, I, that's what I like so much about them. I think we're, we're both two very different Woodrun players. Oh, um, yeah. It was great to get you on sort of get the other side of the coin um but yeah no i can i can certainly appreciate how devastating that sort of light dominant uh predator warband can be it's just can be so oppressive from the off if you don't have any answers to it. it it really can and i've had i've seen people struggle uh against it too just double raptors coming down different sides of the field they they hurt early game they hurt mm. a lot yeah, and they, they catch a lot of people off guard too because they're like shy of an abomination. They're the fastest unit you'll run into in the game, I think, at the moment. Um, and mm -hmm. they can actually do a lot of damage. They have so many rules like baked in. And then if you run any cult on them, um, I actually really appreciate war on them to give them cleave. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, Bastion is always a great little rule um, just to sort of bump their defense up. They have evasion as well, so the defense isn't super necessary. Um, 
but yeah, like when you can have a predator just sort of chilling in a unit of hunters with true shot or fire in advance, and then you can have a uh, couple units of raptors running interference. It's um, it's very very good. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's a great option. Um, with the predator, um, you know, we, we, with this sort of character focuses, we do like to sort of mention a couple of, of choice combinations, and I think. Uh, Jeff, I think what you said with the warband composition is is really good. I think that's probably my favourite way to play it. I think if I was going to run a Predator, I wouldn't run them sitting in Braves purely because the, mm -hmm. the, we've got better choices for that. You know, other characters are better choices as, as leaders of the Braves. Um, and obviously, Hunting Pack is, is a great option for another mainstay. Um, Reese, I know you're an absolute fanboy of those ones, but... <laughs> oh, I love the Hunting Pack. <laughs> <laughs> I should really just They're pretty fun. They are pretty fun. I will convert everybody to Hunting Pack one day. Those things are so good. <laughs> but I guess it's a really good segue. Oh, actually, no, before we segue, I just wanted to touch on one combo that I love with the Predator, and that is the... Uh, marksman, um, mastery. Yep, the marksmanship one, yeah. Marksmanship, yep. because it's simple, it's cheap, it's lovely. The predator's main uh, benefit being in those ranged hunters is they've got a fantastic barrage, uh, deadly shot. They're re-rolling any sort of hits against uh, monsters with fiend hunter, and now suddenly we've got barrage five instead of barrage three, which is just you know twice as good. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it is really what's, nice. What's marksmanship worth? It's only like ten to twenty points, isn't it? Fifteen points. Yeah, there you go. See, that's that's really good. I so, mean, yeah. it's especially if you've got like a few points left over in a list and you're really struggling with what to sort of to cook in. But yeah, having a volley stat of three and then um, adding an extra couple of shots in, um, especially with the fact you know that would then if you're over twelve inches away, it'll um, halve down. But it means that you're still getting you know basically your base shots out of it which is always good yeah the the only right. problem with marksmanship is that it does take up a mastery slot yeah so you then can't run loyalty so i i guess if i was gonna run the uh, and again it's all based on how we ourselves structure a list of what our priorities are but i was go if i was gonna run a predator i would make the foot predator sort of like my warband number two so i'd run my first warband with loyalty and get that that benefit and then have my predator as my second character with marksmanship um the hunters some of the raptors and sort of have that as my sort of light contingent to my overall game plan mm. yeah. oh, for sure. I mean, my my biggest selling point for the predator for me at least is that he brings all this stuff that we've been talking about the supremacy um possibly one of the best warband selections that the army has at no additional points like he that right there and that's all you really need for him everything else is just cherry on top yeah he actually has a very um nords blooded sort of warband which i can really appreciate it gives you a little bit of everything which is always good well, it's, uh, what I love about it is it's it's so different to the other choices available. It's so different to Scion. It's so different to Matriarch. So it, it really fits into that sort of flex, either the main spot or the second spot, because you sort of give yourself that variety to sort of round out your options. Mm. Um, so, I mean, 
it's probably a really good segue. When, when we were sort of sitting down for this episode, we were sort of saying, great, let's cover the Apex Predator because we haven't really covered it. It's a new release, so we want to sort of get it, get that one as a, as a focus of the episode. So what a beautiful, giant, dinosaur-sized segue into <laughs> uh, the big mama T-Rex. Yeah, and, and all, more to the point, it's probably one of the most anticipated models um, for Conquest at the moment as well. Um, and Parabellum have done an amazing job getting the thing um, looking absolutely schmick. Uh, and mm-hmm. I've, I'm really keen to see a few different people's uh, paint jobs on it. So that'll be exciting to see. But I'll give you all a quick run through. So the Apex actually did get changed in uh, the 1.5 update. And they're actually very minor changes, but it was enough to to really amp this thing up to 11. So for 185 points, it's a heavy monster. It's a march of eight, a volley of one, clash of three. It has 10 attacks, 12 wounds, resolve of four, defense of three, and zero evasion. And then the special rules are deadly blades, cleave two, fearless, fiend hunter, unstoppable, and terrifying two. Uh, and its upgrade that it has available to it is the Icon of Conquest, meaning that it is able to perform the chant, uh, the battle cry. Whoa, what a what a list of that's things. A <laughs> he's, he's got a ton of special rules, and he is fantastic. Yeah, every every part of that is absolutely phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Having inbuilt rerolls for a monster is so good. I've been playing the Ice Yotnar a bit lately, and it's it's so valuable to have cooked in compared to you know if you fail a, a charge with a you know a single stand monster it just sort of like you know slinks forward a little bit and then stays there it uh doesn't get to do a lot but when you have inbuilt charge rerolls fantastic nothing's more disappointing than you're sitting on a flank you've out outmaneuvered your opponent your t-rex is mouth open it's hungry and it shuffles forward two inches like a penguin and just sits there decrepit <laughs> Um, that's really disappointing. Yes, it uh, it very much is. It's it's very upsetting. Uh, and the 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 fact that this thing has the first instance of terrifying two, uh, is very good. Uh, and then all of its attacks and and all of this. And obviously, this is before we even look at what happens when you do add the rider mastery to a predator or a queen and put them on an apex. But just base stat line, the T Rex or apex is um is very much a solid solid monster just from the get-go oh yeah mm. he's he can run a lot around on his own pretty well honestly i mean everything on his stat line just says hit things really hard <laughs> yeah. and i i don't blame him for doing so yeah he's sort of like no. just like an abomination times two isn't he the same amount of attacks uh better clash doesn't have built-in flurry, but has cleave two opposed to cleave one. Terrifying two. Uh, rerolls his charges. Rerolls his hits against monsters. Deadly blades. So he's doing um, a little bit extra chip in there as well. So, look, he is um, he's fantastic. And then, as you said, he only gets more gooder uh, <laughs> when you throw that rider in, um, because goodness me, doesn't that add? extra spice that i actually must go on record and say i didn't fully i don't think i fully read through testing and i don't think i fully read it when it went through proper and it was only when i was sort of reading it after the fact that i looked at rider and said it it does what it gives it what 
Yeah. Um, so, Reese, what, mate, go through Rider. What what bonuses does it give our big boy? Oh, man. What doesn't it, actually? I've got a, I, I, I had it bookmarked yeah, a second ago, but I was clicking something else. So, Let bear with me a moment. It. That's right, mate. I'll have it I, in a uh, second. I have it right here, actually. There you go. Let's, uh, let's get Jeff to do the work for us, mate. Segue. All right. Rider. Uh, characters with this special role do not use a separate stand and must join a monster regiment. The character's march characteristic is ignored, so you go off the monster's regiment. Kind of makes sense because they're on top of it. And the monster gains Bastion 1 draw event and rerolls failed injury rolls of a natural 6. Yowza. <laughs> they also gain the You and What Army special role, and dual actions issued by this character may not be refused. Yeah, that's brilliant. Good. A whole bunch of stuff that just says the character rides on them, can't seek new escort, can't join infantry regiments because you can't have a T Rex in a unit of Braves, sadly. <laughs> it's that true. Needs, it's true. That needs to be hot fixed in. It does. I need to have a T Rex in the middle <laughs> of my Braves. <laughs> uh mate, that that is that's oh, it's just a that's pile really of special rules that make the thing even harder to kill. I mean, he's already got a page and a half of special rules as it is. Yeah. Uh, throw in Bastion, uh, and then re-rolling injury rolls of a six. I mean, so mm -hmm. what is he? He's defense three. Uh, if Bastion hits off, he's defense four, re-rolling sixes? Yep. <laughs> yep. Not taking this boy down. No, no, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. And then on top of that, if you get him into combat, with uh, enemy character, they can't decline his duels. No. And funnily enough, you can decline theirs and uh, you don't suffer any negatives because of inspiring presence. It's great. <laughs> yes, yes. It's um, it's one of those things. I think I, I think the Apex with a rider is a very different beast to the Apex on their own. Mm. Because I guess if you're putting the Apex with a rider, their points costs... You know, obviously the, the collective points cost goes up significantly. So it has to do a lot more and be a lot more of a presence on the battlefield. Yeah. I think um, my, one of my biggest issues with the rider mastery is that in doing so, you can't take loyalty. Uh, and when you're then relying on a five up to um, to, to get on the board from turn three, uh, you can actually really have, you know, say, with upgrades, probably a three to four hundred point regiment um, with the Apex Master uh, Mastery that just might not do anything, uh, and that is a little bit unfortunate. Um, but I mean, it's just the rule of cool, isn't it? Having a having a oh, yeah. hero mounted on the back of a of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, and look, and it's so cool. <laughs> it, it's so cool and that's why look if you do sort of subscribe to having the say for instance you took the predator on foot and you had the predator as the as the rider um having that as your second war band say for instance you know if you if you want to do it predator on foot rider um say take out the hunters hunters are gone so you've just literally got predator on foot with rider you've got two apex and you've got two uh, raptors. So you don't have loyalty, but you've just got a little bit more um, redundancy with a couple more heavies. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Naturally, 
you know, you're still at the at the the mercy of the of the RNG Jesus. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, two two lots of five, and then two lots of four. Look, he's probably coming in. He's probably coming in turn four at the very very minimum. Yeah, and I think that's reasonable. I mean, movement eight will get you up the board. If you put an icon of conquest on them, they can actually chant conquest, and you could give it an extra three inch worth of march. So there you've got a March 11 Apex Predator running across the board. Um, it can't charge on the turn it comes in, but it's probably going to end up about an inch away from where you want it to be anyway. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to end in a very good spot for you and a very bad spot for your opponent. Yep. And then you've just got to hope on that uh, priority roll for the following turn, and then the T-Rex the gets to roll in. Yeah. yeah I, I, think, I think I'd always want one Predator in my lists. Um, when it's delivered to my hot little hands. I've got one coming and I can't wait. Um, I think it gives <laughs> such a, a beautiful late game threat that, because it, let's be honest, the rest of your list is a threat. It's not like you're holding your cards, waiting for this guy to come to actually do something. The rest of your list is already super threatening. And then the Apex Predator comes in and, you know, if the if your opponent didn't, hold things back and sort of account for that threat coming in it's a really bad day for him yeah it can uh sneak up on people and when you've got uh, i think one of the favorite things i liked that i've i've tested a couple of times is running um double hunter double apex uh just with loyalty on a predator uh because the four ups and then the two ups to bring two apex is on turn three and four is super good fun and that means that by the middle of the game especially with a game like maelstrom you can just put an apex either side by the time those things are coming on the objectives have shifted to the outside and now your opponent has to worry about the two apexes that are standing in front of the objective zones yeah nothing says give me that objective like a giant t-rex basically taking it from you <laughs> so oh, yeah and i know we've talked about this in the past too i think the apex is best in pairs Yes, yeah, it's one of those things where I think for the most part with a lot of the other monsters, you can take one and it's fine. If you take two, you're on that balancing uh, or that teetering point where it's like, is this too much or is it exactly right? The Apex definitely shines when you have two of them, whether you run them side by side or whether you run them on opposing flanks, because uh, they'll always do what you want them to do for the most part, um, and they don't really give us not what your opponent throws at them. So they, they generally can take a few hits and you ever get two of them into the same regiment and that regiment isn't going to be around for very long. Yeah, 20, 20 attacks with um, all sorts of madness is, is definitely going to cause some problems. Just mm. uh, don't be like uh, Jeff and have them pretty much glued to fearless regiments because my brain stops working halfway through the game. Oh, mate, Fearless sneaks up on me all the time. I forget that it's a rule, and then you're like, oh, terrifying too, I've got this. And it's like, nah, resolve like four. <laughs> this is becoming, is going to become more and more relevant. And I think it was that, it was that impactful before when not too many things had terrifying. Um, but now it's so valuable. If, if you've got Predators running around, and I'm sure as, say, Old Dominion drop, you'll have some more terrifying two things in um, it could be even better. I love Fearless. Yeah, and it's it's one of those. It's it's almost like you almost feel like a fool when you charge an Apex Predator into a unit of Dragon Slayers, 
and you're like, oh, that's right. This is a thing that they're basically designed to kill. Why have I done this again? Um, <laughs> Why did you do that, Reese? <laughs> Uh, I, I don't learn lessons very easily, apparently. Um, it just looks so juicy, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, ah, oh, the Apex can deal with them. Uh, the Apex the Apex did a good job, but when they resolve... Well, they, what, did their defense 4 resolve 4? Extra character in there makes them resolve 5? And then they're just ignoring your terrifying... Their defense may, means they're basically ignoring your cleave... It's just a very unfortunate series of events. Yeah, they're pretty tough. Aren't they, don't they ignore the yeah. first point of cleave? Yeah, because hardened they've got one. hardened one. <laughs> so, yeah, they're just they're, like, oh, they're just, takes... Yeah, they're just defense three against an Apex Predator. It's really disheartening. Yeah, thanks for taking the effort to come to us, because that's our problem. Um, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, look, I think I think we've all all three of us love the Apex. I think it's a it's a dominating model on the table. It will be the center point to any, uh, you know, if you're doing um, demo days, if you're throwing friends through the army, get that Apex Predator out, put it on the table because you'll draw a crowd because it is so iconic for this game. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's it's going to be one of those models where it's like if someone goes, "Hey, I heard about orcs riding dinosaurs." You go, "Yeah, that's that's this guy." <laughs> Have you met Ted? <laughs> that's exactly it. But Jeff, I don't know how much you've um you've sort of played with uh, the idea of the apex on the board, or more to the point, the predator itself. But is there any sort of weird um matchups you think that that particular warband has against different armies or is it more of a sort of you know winner uh, winner takes all sort of thing uh so we're talking the predator with raptors and apex matchup yeah basically yeah or even just with hunters as well like that that warband that you can run with the predator do you think it has any glaring matchup issues or is it is it very sort of balanced because i looking at the warband options i think the actual options you can take with the predator are fairly balanced and in that sense it allows you to sort of take them against any sort of army um but i was wondering whether you had any more experience with it um so just my own personal hang-up i always struggle against dwegum <laughs> i don't know what it is that's just how i am um and hunters do hunters and raptor riders especially raptor riders do tend to crumble under focus fire um, you see the evasion too, and you think you're invincible, but you're not invincible. <laughs> I can say that from experience. Um, I love that. <laughs> so the, the Raptors will tend to, um, tend to start running away after they take a couple hits in a few yeah, rounds. Okay. So anything that can withstand a charge from the Raptors and then smack back, you're generally in a less than ideal space. Um, and at least as of right now, too, the hunter or the predator warband kind of lacks some solid mediums. So you can do like Raptor, Raptor, and Apex, but unless you have a medium setting your reinforcement line, that Apex is coming in from the board edge. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, and Braves, Braves are too much of a liability if you don't have a strong leader in them. So, and, and you don't really want to sacrifice your predator on foot to babysit Braves. It's not really its job um yeah so yeah I, I completely agree with you mate i think you've outlined some of the weaknesses i think 
you, you, the Dwegan matchup is a good shout because there's there's nothing more demoralizing than charging a big unit of um, of flame berserkers with raptors and <laughs> bouncing off them because that's what flame berserkers do. And flame berserkers will just mince a regiment of raptors. Ain't no problem. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, even, that's a good day. I mean, my own luck, I just played in a uh, first blood tournament two weekends ago, had Raptors match up to Automata. Uh, Automata hit me eight times. I fail eight armor saves, and then I fail eight resolve checks. So those Oof. Raptors went away really fast. Oh, that is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it, it was one of those just all things aligned for the worst roll I could possibly roll kind of situations. Yeah, that's... that's... <laughs> I mean, it's good for someone involved, but it's definitely not the Raptors. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> no. But, but look, I'm, uh, I'm properly. Sure. So you go, mate. <laughs> I was gonna say a properly juiced up Raptor regiment, though, will hit just about anything in the game about as hard as it can hit them. Mm. Um, even under tier one or tier two with Cleave. Like fifteen attacks, flurry, cleave one. They're they're gonna hurt stuff. Yeah, and I, 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 the fact that like what you were saying before about um, how sort of fragile they can be, it's another reason I appreciate that war cult track for them because bastion and plus two resolve is just super helpful. Um, and mm -hmm. anything to sort of you know possibly not lose a whole extra stand of raptor is uh, is always a good time. Yeah. Absolutely, and look, they are—they are expensive. Um, you know, you go raptor heavy, and you, you suddenly find yourself with no points to speak of. So, they—I think they—they they definitely do a great job. They are fragile. They—if—if if they get hit first, I mean, I, I think that they're—they're they're a technical unit, aren't they? That you know, you, you have to hit with them first to get the benefit of them, and and if you can do that, and and you should be able to get that off more often than not because. You've got the usually you've got the movement advantage. You can sort of position, you've got the positioning advantage. You've got the fluid formation to make sure you don't sort of um, something doesn't surprise you. Uh, so they're they're really flexible. They can usually hit first. They should get their points back um, unless you're bouncing off something that you know is designed to slaughter them. <laughs> um, yep. No, that's very true. Um, I think they're they're very much a scalpel unit. I remember when I played them for the first time, I just sort of threw them at the uh, my opponent's army and just watched them explode. Um, and now having played a couple of games with Raptors, you're like, actually, if I just run them up the side of the board uh, and with fluid formation, they can really just sort of break dance however they want. Uh, and you can really get some good angles on people. Hmm. Yeah, great, great little counter charges. They're um, you know, oh, you can you can do this, but here come the raptors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and having them spin the ninety degrees, so they're just basically sitting against, you know, with their backs to the edge of the board. Um, you know, they they can get some really good flank charges off, and I've used it to sort of help a um an apex before, where you throw an apex into you know straight on into an enemy. And then the the raptors get to to hit the flank, um, and that's always a good time. It's a good day for all. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, I think my favorite combination right now is running the predator um, as the cavalry version. Some raptors, some apex predators, give him loyalty, 
and then of course get your queen leading so you get your Reroll hexes on turn three with the reroll on a four or less or a four or more, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty scary when everything comes into uh, everything just kind of falls in line where it needs to go. Yeah, that sounds great. With the um, with the predator, are you running any artifacts or um, anything special on it, or are you just sort of running it pretty basic? I usually run them pretty basic, but there is that one. Predator specific for Apex artifact that I love, Death's Reach. Death's Reach? I don't even know that one off yeah. the top of my head. So, 35 points. The Predator gains plus one attack, and the special roll, and the Apex Predator gains plus one attack. Ooh. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It has to be Predator with Apex Mastery only, but 11 attacks on an Apex Predator sounds pretty nice to me. Yes, yeah, very much so. And giving the Predator cleave and an extra attack is nice as well. Oh, yeah. It makes the whole thing just a big, scary beat stick. Yeah, really, yeah. really killy. Well, that, that's five attacks from the Predator. Yeah, cleave uh, one and clash three, and then the Apex gets three. 11 at um, uh, clash, Jesus, is it three or four? Three. three. Uh, and then, yeah, cleave two. That's great. That's It's really also... Good plus one impact hit from the apex because um it'll sort of you round up your impact hit so 11 yep. so it'll round yeah. up will round up to six impact yeah that's really good i i i i've never seen that relic before it snuck past me the, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's uh that's definitely worth a look at no i, I really like that that's great <laughs> i think his only other uh, specific one is the uh hide of silent hunter to give his regiment bastion but that one's a little bit more iffy for me. Yeah, that on a... Because, like, if you're taking that, you're running him in uh, Hunters, Slingers, um, or Raptors, at which point it's like the Bastion's a little bit redundant on Slingers and Hunters and a little bit redundant on Raptors, I guess, in a way. It's good if you're running him in Raptors and you run the Warband in Death. Because you get an increase in, 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 in a pretty sizable increase in damage from death, and then you can still sort of give that main block of six raptors bastion. That's you know you can sort of have your cake and eat it too. Um, yeah. It's expensive. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And I, I guess putting putting it now now that the uh, predator can run braves as well, it does gives you the ability to put um, the predator in a unit of braves with bastion. So it's not the worst thing in the world, but you're still relying on a resolve three check for bloodlust at that point. So it's not exactly pretty. That's exactly where I was actually going to go with that. <laughs> the little argument to be made where you can go into Braves with Bastion, but I don't know if it's a good argument. Oh, it's yeah. fine. I mean, Braves, Braves with the character in them work really well. I mm -hmm. just, I mean, yeah, you boys probably know how much I love the Queen and Braves, and I just can't see the foot predator like if you're going to spend the points on a block of braves I, I just can't see any other option other than the queen um or the scion as well because the scion has a natural resolve of four so you're, you're getting a yep. much more reliable block of braves than with bloodlust yeah exactly and i think yeah the predator with that that very low resolve i mean very low resolve in the sense of everything else for the most part but yeah not having the um that sort of backup statistic is um, unfortunate when you might have the whole unit throw itself at something it's not really designed to deal with. 
Exactly. But no, that's um. I mean, what 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 other thoughts have you got, Jeff? Before we before we wrap up, because I think we've uh, we've spoken as much as we can, so as far as I can tell, about where we can go with the Predator and the Apex. Yeah. Um. Overall, I I just think it's a really solid uh, character choice for the army. I'm running one in most lists that I'm making nowadays. Um. And it's either Predator or Queen that are generally leading my armies right now. Uh, Predator, if I want to go super aggressive. Queen, if I want to get heavy things on the board. And right now, I think the Predator's Supremacy does just about everything that Woodrune wants for how they want to play. Yeah, and I can appreciate that, especially with um, the options they've got access to, getting all the uh, extra charge distance to get your whole army into contact. And um, getting the other and getting that reroll charge is just super solid. And then it's just it's going to get better too. Just think, you know, chosen a famine or something with plus three inches to their charge is yeah. going to be a scary thing. It's, it's going to it's going to be a little bit ter- terrifying to deal with. Um, that's a hot tamale right there, Jesus! Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Need anything, they're getting it. Yeah, I I also just really like the fact that the hunting pack at that point could go. 21 inches up the board turn one and then you pop supremacy turn two and they have a minimum 11 inch charge if you roll a one mate at that <laughs> point the hunting pack are going for brunch yeah and then yep. coming back to the table <laughs> exactly but they're, they're just oh there's so much i'm so keen to see hunting pack they're just great it's like super <laughs> cheap super fast super annoying and i can just appreciate every part of that <laughs> What I find most frustrating about the Predator is that it gives such great options because I'm a simple man. I hate options. I love, and that's not true. I love options. Uh, that's why I love the Woodrun, but I'm being facetious. Uh, the, the, the Predator the predator gives so many options that is quite unique to the Queen and the Scion, and it's only become more of a headache when the Chieftain comes along, because the Chieftain adds his entire new brand on the faction, and so you've got these four individual, unique run-throughs that all complement each other so well, and you can sort of mix and match tidbits from all of them, and it's just going to be so hard to put, you know, it's going to be so hard to sort of min-max that because it's going to be so flexible uh, and it's going to give everyone headaches and I love it. Yeah. I, yeah, guess I don't... The... Oh, not go for Jeff, sorry. All right, I was going to say, I don't think anyone is going to complain in the future that there is only one way to build Woodrune because you can <laughs> go so many ways with this army and it is going to be good in so many different ways. Yeah, I think it's for, for, for where armies stand, it's probably got so much diversity in released units and it's going to have infinitely more when it gets everything released um Mm. and and yeah it's the 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 possibilities are endless and that that's um and then you know you tack on all your chants and all your different combinations for everything and the army definitely shines at its own little light but um mate jeff thank you so much for uh for waking up at some ungodly hour for yourself and joining us for this one um we really appreciate it it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you Oh, yeah. It's been a great time. Uh, Monty, as always, uh, it's a pleasure. Never a chore. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, um, guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, 
we uh, really appreciate every uh, all the support you guys give us, um, and hopefully this has uh, given you a good little look into how the Predator and the uh, the new stuff coming for the Wadroon works. Uh, until next time, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you then.